From Mediacorp and OneUp Media, this is Post Love. Essays on love, life, and everything in between. What do I do if my boss likes me? Coffee emoji, question mark. I texted. Of course, and there's plenty more. Just as long as you're open and up for it. Grateful face. He replied. This isn't your typical office romance where the boss likes the girl and the girl likes the boss, and then boom, everything implodes. Instead, I'd consider it a strategic networking move. About a year ago, I graduated from Singapore Management University. Through an internship program, I met a mentor. Let's call him Lin, from a leading consumer goods company and later managed to secure a full-time position. Initially, our meetings were sporadic, roughly every six months. But as time passed, they became more frequent, first quarterly, then monthly, until eventually, I found myself on Lin's team. At first, Our discussions were primarily professional. However, as time progressed, they started to take on a more platonic tone. How are you handling your current projects? Coping well with the frequent meetings? Another snore-fest of a meeting, right? Honestly, I found it slightly inappropriate for a superior to joke about tedious meetings with a subordinate. Yet, that's precisely what endeared Lin to me, providing me the sense of security and belonging that I needed to feel comfortable, and later on, to thrive. About one and a half years into my tenure, the buzz of promotions began. While I had the least experience, With others having at least a year more than me on the job, I was driven. My aim was to achieve the fastest promotion, which meant I had to bridge the gap in the upcoming six months. A serendipitous chat with HR enlightened me about the promotion process. The onus of decisions rested heavily on my manager's manager, which meant that Lin had to champion my course. On paper, this didn't seem like a big issue. I had spearheaded a successful project for the company and had made it a point to showcase my work throughout the company, ensuring visibility among the decision makers. But internally, doubt and insecurity about my experience started to creep in, made all the worse 
when Lin suddenly invited me for an unusual after-hours chat. Lin and I settled into a quiet corner of the nearby bar, a small and intimate space with dim lighting, giving it a hushed, cocoon-like feeling. I liked this place. It was away from the hustle and bustle of our busy office. It felt private. Lin took a sip of his Guinness and studied me for a moment, his dark eyes contemplative. You know, he began slowly. I've always admired your tenacity, your spirit. But sometimes I wonder if everything is alright outside work. Are you happy in your relationship? I blinked, a little taken aback by the sudden shift from work to personal matters. A slow breath escaped my lips as I replied, I am. But happiness is complicated, isn't it? Relationships have their ups and downs. Why do you ask? He shrugged, toying with his hands. Just a feeling, he murmured. There was a certain heaviness in his tone. Sometimes, when you're so driven in one area of your life, other areas can suffer. You're not wrong, I conceded. But it's a balancing act. What about you? Are you balancing everything all right? Lin hesitated, then let out a small, rueful smile. You have a way of seeing through people, he said, almost with admiration. Things haven't been the best for me on the personal front as well. Sometimes, the more you climb, the lonelier it gets. I frowned, sensing the unsaid words behind his confession. Lin, if you ever want to talk about anything, you know I'm here, right? He smiled again, a bit brighter this time. I know. Thank you. We sipped our beers in silence for a few moments, lost in our thoughts. It was strange how our professional relationship had morphed into something far more complex. A mix of mentorship, friendship, and now, this almost confessional closeness. <clears throat> you should prepare for the quarterly review next week, he said in a more business-like manner before leaving. Over the ensuing weeks, I observed a distinct shift in our conversations. They evolved from strictly work-related topics to encompass broader life discussions. Soon, we transitioned from the company's intranet chat to WhatsApp, extending our conversations well beyond office hours. I quickly perceived a change since that pivotal conversation. Something in how he perceived me had transformed. 
and it left me with an unsettling feeling. And so, I decided to turn to my friends and boyfriend for advice. You know, I wanted to ask you guys about something. I began, hesitating a bit. My best friend, Sarah, leaned forward, her eyes bright with curiosity. Shoot! I've been chatting with Lynn a lot lately. I started, not really sure how to put my feelings into words. It's just... Things seem to have shifted a bit. One of the friends, Mel, teased with a smirk. Oh, Lynn? The genius boss of yours? <laughs> I rolled my eyes at her. It's not like that. And I've never really looked at him that way. To me, he's a mentor. That's all. Sarah took a sip of her wine and said thoughtfully, It's common to develop strong bonds with mentors. But it's important to remember boundaries, especially at work. Feeling the weight of my friend's gazes on me, I sighed. I just don't want anything to be misconstrued. He's just been opening up a bit more lately, and I worry that might seem, I don't know, inappropriate? (laughs) My boyfriend seated next to me, laughed lightly, and slipped an arm around my waist. Why don't you just play along until your promotion is done? Maybe he just needs someone to talk to. Just keep up with the meetups and chats, without crossing any boundaries. You mean, use the situation to my advantage? I asked, a little incredulously. He shrugged. I trust you. Just don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Don't lose the forest for the trees. As long as you know where to draw the line, you're fine. The weight in my chest eased a bit with his trust. Sarah raised her glass. To not losing the forest for the trees then. In the subsequent weeks, I sought more learning opportunities from Lynn and was promptly accommodated. To be honest, things felt exhilarating. I was invited to high-level meetings for exposure, and Lynn generously took the time to demystify the company's intricacies. However, it was during client meetings that Lynn's expertise truly sparkled. His blend of charisma strategy, and genuine empathy positioned him as an adept and reliable partner. The room was always left in awe of his poised, insightful articulation, ensuring relationships flourished under his care. I was genuinely captivated by him and yearned to absorb more of his wisdom. By now, The promotion announcements were just three months away. Over a casual lunch, my colleague, amidst the hustle and bustle of the hawker centre, shot me a curious glance 
and posed an unexpected question. You and Lin have become quite the pair. Meeting outside of office hours too, I hear. Caught off guard, I hesitated for a moment before replying. We've been working on a few projects. He's teaching me a lot. He raised an eyebrow slightly, taking a slow sip from his drink. Projects, right. I'm not saying anything, by the way. Just asking how you're doing. His voice trailed off suggestively. Actually, I'm doing fine, I responded, surprised by the defensive edge in my voice. This was all part of my plan, wasn't it? Our walk back was mostly silent, with the weight of his words hanging between us. I wondered if the incessant notifications from Lin might have given us away. As a precaution, I decided to update his contact name, masking our frequent exchanges. Before parting ways, my colleague glanced back, his voice sincere. Just be careful, all right? With just a month to go, my colleagues and I found ourselves at a bar, clinking glasses and sharing laughter. The journey so far has been eventful, especially with Lin. Unexpectedly, he became more forward. Recently, he suggested a dinner, keen to understand the world of millennials and Gen Z better. Amidst talks of pop culture and tech trends, he subtly reached out, his fingers brushing against mine before giving a firm, intentional squeeze. Caught in the moment, I reciprocated, allowing my hand to rest in his. This was all strategy, wasn't it? I needed to show I was at ease, completely unfazed. Suddenly, one of my female colleagues, her cheeks flushed with alcohol, waved me over from a nearby table, signaling she wanted to talk. Hey, come with me to the toilet. She slurred slightly. Curious, I followed her. Inside the restroom, she leaned in close, her voice barely above a whisper. You know, I heard you're going to be the youngest to be promoted. My heart raised. What? How do you know that? <laughs> she giggled, a little too loudly. HR might have let it slip. But shh. It's a secret. <laughs> the weight of her words made me dizzy with excitement. This was what I'd been working towards. I hugged her impulsively, feeling a rush of joy. As the night wore on and the alcohol flowed freely, her revelation echoed in my mind, making everything seem slightly surreal. I guess all of this hard work is finally paying off, I thought to myself, a smile playing on my lips. I can finally relax. Hey, thanks for sending over that cute reading lamp, he texted. 
I chuckled to myself. I had sent it just last week as a small token of appreciation for all his guidance and support. Glad you liked it. Grateful face. It was a simple gesture, but it meant a lot given all the help he had provided. Show it to me. I typed, my curiosity getting the better of me. The photo he sent back was blurry. The lamp barely visible in the dim lighting of the room. Clearly, photography wasn't Lin's strong suit. You suck at taking photos. I teased, my fingers flying over the keyboard. Why don't you come over and see it for yourself? He suggested, the implication clear in his message. I hesitated, fingers hovering above the keyboard. I had accomplished my professional objectives. There was no real reason for us to engage outside of work anymore. But then again, I began to question myself. How sure was I about my co-worker's information regarding the promotion? What if she was trying to throw me off by giving me false information? Maybe it wouldn't hurt to play it safe for just a bit longer. Maybe until I was completely sure. I mean, it's just a game after all, right? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Post Love. Brought to you by MediaCorp and produced by OneUp Media. If you would like to share some feedback or share your own stories, drop us an email. Our email is found in the description. This episode is produced by Guang Jin, script by RC, edited by Alex, audio experience by Ethan Sam, additional engineering by Ashley from OneUp Media, voiced by Gloria. Special thanks to executive producer Danny Cordy for MediaCorp. We hope to see you again soon in the next episode of Post Love.